in a war that started well before 2019. Secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. This is a war. Vaccine War Headlines, Volume 84. This is disturbing, but we have to bring it to you each week because people need to be aware of these facts and figures. Right. It's something that hasn't slowed down and it'll continue to grow. So we just need to keep telling people about it. What we're talking about is the VAERS report, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, V-A-E-R-S. Look it up if you're looking for those numbers. They're on the screen for you now at diggingdeeper.net or diggingdeepertv.com. And uh, once again, we welcome you to Digging Deeper Live here on a Friday night. This is the COVID report on our Vaccine Wars headlines. So let's take a look at some numbers. So these numbers are through September 29th of 2023. Total reports, 1,000,000. 596,983 people have been adversely affected. Including 36,324 deaths and a ton more hospitalizations. Look at all those. I know. 210,347. And then another 152,470 in urgent care. And that's just like a hospital. And then in the office of the doctors, uh, you have another 239,030 people. 10,572 anaphylaxis cases. 17,285 Bell's palsy cases. And 5,000 miscarriages. Mm. That's just more death. 20,872 heart attacks. 27,564 cases of myocarditis and pericarditis. That's mm. a buzzword in the news now. You've been hearing a lot about that. Oh, that's not going to cause that. Oh, that's going to cause that. Oh, that caused that. Mm-hmm. 67,983 people permanently disabled in categories other than what we are listing already. Right. 8,911 thrombocytopenia or low platelet counts. And 38,521 other life-threatening cases. 46,164 severe allergic reactions. And 15,859 cases of shingles. I mean, there are other categories, too. We're not even listing them all, I don't think. But you do take these from the official numbers, right? Yes, I do. And then we always look at some of the died suddenlies or the other things that are happening in this war on people. Mm -hmm. And this is from died suddenly. Did you know that after all of those people that suffered from the repercussions of not taking the shot and they got fired from their job or worse, they were forced to take the shot? Well, the New York State Supreme Court has upheld the ruling that struck down the COVID vaccine mandates for health workers. It is now law in New York. The government, the governor, can no longer issue a vaccine mandate. One small win right there. Just this is one of the reasons we have to keep bringing you this information. Mm-hmm. Even though it took several years and you would have sure like to have seen that while it was happening, 
This is the cycle. And another one here is the first major world politician apologized to the unvaccinated. Oh, absolutely. I watched this, I think, right when it came out. This mm-hmm. is the Canadian lady. Yes, mm-hmm. Daniela yep. Smith, the premier of Alberta. Yeah, I was going to show this to our Alberta correspondent up there, David Woodruff in Canada, because that's where he's from in Alberta. And I'm sure that he noticed that she was the first major elected politician in the world to actually issue a heartfelt apology to the unvaccinated for crimes perpetrated against humanity. She sat there and stood there and said those words. Mm -hmm. And you can just watch that right in our Digging Deeper article. Click on that tweet. You'll be able to watch that video sometime. Yep. So, DNA contaminants in COVID shots can trigger cancer and alter human genome, concluded an expert panel. Uh Uh-oh. This sounds like you're previewing my part three tonight. The ugly truth Mm -hmm. tonight is going to have some disturbing information about a a particular ingredient, and it looks like you've listed it here. This is a summary of findings from this expert panel, and this is fairly recent, um, within the last month or two. And they concluded that bacterial DNA, or plasmids, have been found in mRNA vaccine vials. Mm -hmm. Remember that? And here's the big one. Mm -hmm. Cancer promoting, as a matter of fact, this is the best promoter they could come up with. The cancer promoting genetic sequence, SV40, has been found in the COVID-19 vaccines. Please, keep that number in mind. You will hear about that later in tonight's podcast, SV40. 40. Mm -hmm. This was not present in the vials used for the approval studies, (laughs) but remember, it was never approved. Yes. It was never approved. Right. It never approved. It was always on emergency use and was never then approved, correct? Right. Uh, Correct. People don't don't remember that, okay? And anyway, those, that sequence was not present in the vials used for the approval studies, but was found in all of the vials in the BioNTech ones that they disseminated for public use. Every single one of them. Every single one of them tested for SV40, and I will tell you how important that is in about another half an hour. These discoveries have been confirmed in several independent laboratories worldwide, by the way. Yep, and the discovery was originally made in April 2023 by Kevin McKernan, at which point regulatory bodies were contacted and no official reply has been received. Really? Crickets, 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 Right? Multiple mechanisms exist in which this genetic information might be integrated into the human genome. They worked hard on this. They did. This DNA could instruct our bodies to produce mRNA and foreign proteins for an unknown period with potential implications for subsequent generations. This doesn't, doesn't end here. Right. And there's no constructive purpose identified for the undeclared SV40 promoter sequence, which in addition to its cancer risk, enhances the capacity to incorporate the other foreign genetic material into the recipient's own chromosomes, potentially rendering them, and possibly even their offspring, permanently genetically modified. That was very well said because that is, again, what you are going to see in tonight's ugly truth. This is just unbelievable what you've laid out here for us. There are multiple completely undeclared genetic sequences in both Moderna and Pfizer vials with the SV40 sequence found only in the Pfizer vials. 
However, latent SV40 infections in a significant portion of the population could present the same SV40 risk to Moderna recipients. Mm. You don't understand how, how critical this SV40 is until you hear ugly truths tonight. The latent SV40 infections, would that be like those who are in remission? I believe so, because I understand through my research earlier today and yesterday that the SV40 actually seeks out and is looking for any kind of potentially cancerous cells and it promotes them up to cancer cells that then kick it in to become turbo cancer. Mm -hmm. So SV40 is the best promoter that they could come up with in all of their gain of function research in 1963. Even before, they were doing gain of function research in the 50s. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going to hear from a lady who was doing it who had her hands in the vials. Yep. Tonight. Yes. Even in the absence of chromosomal integration, the DNA plasmids could generate mRNA for the spike protein toxin and other harmful proteins for prolonged and unpredictable periods of time. These supposed proteins that they always talk about, they put this nice word on there because we think protein's a good word. So they think spike protein, you know, spike was a channel on TV, it was pretty cool, you know, whatever. <laughs> spike proteins, are, you know, that is actually the bad part of this whole thing is those spike proteins that were growing up were the bad. Mm -hmm. That was... Uh, yeah. Get into the epidemiology and to the scientific uh, sequences of these viruses and you'll just, your jaw will drop when you find out what's been happening in these labs for years. Integration of foreign DNA into the human genome disrupts existing natural genetic sequences. Uh huh. That's why they call it that you're genetically modified and then this in itself causes and carries the further risk of disease, including the number one, cancer. cancer. So. All of those dollars, I hate to break this to you, but tonight on The Ugly Truth, you're going to find out that all those dollars that have gone into cancer research over the years that are supposedly for finding a cure to cancer. I should play Tom McDonald's song tonight because $90 million and still there's no cure for cancer. Right. I wonder what they're doing with that money. And we find out tonight on mm -hmm. The Ugly Truth, mm -hmm. on the Castro Kill Shot, we find out yep. where that money goes. It doesn't go into the cure. Mm -mm. It's called gain of function research. Mm -mm -mm. I just have one more here. What a report. Thank you for bringing that into this tonight. I did not expect this yeah. on our vaccine war headlines. Yes. That's why I wanted to make sure we got that read. Wow. Brian P. Smith says in a tweet, Ohio vote no on issue one. Save a life. This is a personal testimony. For those of you who don't know, I am not a lawyer. I am an actual lawmaker, whatever that means. Anyways, <laughs> so issue one, and it was brought, I was talking with Mike before, he's like, oh yeah, that's that thing from before. No, 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 no. This is completely different, folks. This is a whole new ball game. Issue one from before was to stop what is coming down the pipe now. It was to stop this from ever coming to the table. Issue one right now, and I'll tell you yes or no on it, but I'm going to tell you what it's about. It's a constitutional amendment. It's not a law. It's not a resolution. It's to change the Constitution 
in the state of Ohio for reproductive rights. Any lawyer with Cracker Jack Box degree could argue, because it's so open-ended, could argue very easily abortion all the way up until whenever you want or however you want. If you find the right doctor, they'll go ahead and sign off on that. Uh, reproductive rights also includes, and, and parents, you have no say in this whatsoever because the children now are covered on the Constitution that they have the right to do whatever they want to their body and you can't say a thing about it. Uh, I know, right? So uh, if you vote yes on this, you are voting yes to change the Constitution to allow anybody uh, unfettered right constitutionally to do whatever they want with their body and the baby's body inside them as well as children and anybody to do whatever they want with their body as well whether it be chopping off things or adding things there is no it's, it's constitutional the other thing that it being constitutional it now changes the heartbeat bill that we just passed as law that now falls into play and that no longer would meet the new constitutional amendment and would cause problems. And then lastly, real quick, on, on a personal note, um, I know we're, we're here with a lot of friendly faces and, and family and everybody. When it comes to abortion, and this is personal, when it comes to abortion, for those of you who need strengthening or need a little help on that, any doctor that sits down with you and tells you that that it's for the life of the baby, the way, or the, for the life of the mother, the way to save the mother is abortion. They won't say that. The way to save the mother is to have the baby. It's the safest way possible, have the baby. Just go ahead and do it. Now when it comes to rape and incest, just a few months ago, I spoke to a woman who's 65. She told me of a story back in 1972 when she just turned 15. She went out with a high school group football team and she was hanging out with people she shouldn't have been with and that night this month 51 years ago October she was raped and she got pregnant January 20th 1973 law of the land but Roe v Wade across the board abortion was legal she was pulled out of school and she was tormented about what she was gonna do about this whole thing June 1973, June 21st, she had the baby. She gave the baby up for adoption, and she moved on. And she never had any other babies for the rest of her life, but that baby was born on her birthday, June 21st, 1973. I spoke to that woman just a few months ago. That, that woman was the woman who gave me up for adoption. And I'm here to tell you my three children wouldn't be here today because of that. So anybody that tells you how to rape or incest, you say, I know a personal friend, a family member who's alive today and change your world and rocking them all the way to the top over in the city of Cheviot for the kingdom of God. God bless. Miracles happen. Who would have thought he'd give me another testimony? I think there's going to be a lot of this. So watch out. That was a good point where he made that it's going to be a constitutional amendment, which will then 
back down all the laws that were just passed to protect the children. Right. Let's pray that that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's close on out. That's it for this edition of Vaccine War Headlines. Thank you for listening to Vaccine War Headlines, a production of Digging Deeper. Theme music provided to Digging Deeper by Drucifer the Aberrant. Beyond the Pale.